What's up, everybody? This is the All Things Sports Podcast, Episode 3. I'm Julian, and I'm with Danny. Yo. We want to get into a few topics today. You know, a lot of things happened over this week. And shoot, I was gone, but I was I was checking. You know, I can't stay without my sports. Right, right. right. Instagram and Twitter are so easy nowadays. You know, you don't have to literally go on ESPN. You, I mean, I still go on ESPN.com, but you know what I'm saying? You see things so frequently, so mm-hmm. I was able to stay up to date. And, you know, a lot of this Mayweather talk, I hear I hear all these McGregor people. Look, shouts out to May uh shouts out to Mayweather. Yeah. Fifty and 0. Did you get a chance? You watched the fight. I watched right? the fight. Yeah. Yeah, I watched the fight. Some people tried to, you know, shut it down, tried to hate on us and try to start some some, but you know, everything was handled. Yeah. Everybody had a good time. I don't think McGregor had saw, a chance at all. No, from, of like, course from not. The beginning, he... Of course not. You know, first of all, UFC monster, not a professional boxer. Yeah, two you wanted, completely different sports. You know, you, you come to challenge the best, and I get it. You want to, you know, see if you could beat the best and obviously make the biggest payday of your career for both of them. Nine, like, nine just, figures for both of it them. It just makes total business sense, so why not entertain everybody? 50-0 and 0 for Mayweather. Biggest payday, of, biggest payday of McGregor's life, like... And they both left with their win-win. dignity intact. Dana White is happy. Leonard Ellerby is happy. Everybody's happy. Oscar De La Hoya is not. <laughs> he's probably he's probably mad. He's gonna get a good payday from Canelo Alvarez and Triple G's. That's another yeah, story, though. I don't know anything about MMA, UFC. I don't know about that. Well, you knew enough I to know follow about up boxing, with this, this this Mayweather stuff. Um, Kyrie Irving got traded. So far, <laughs> we haven't heard anything. I think they have to like Wednesday, I believe. Yeah, I they think have they, to Wednesday they to veto it. Get everyone's physicals in. Yeah, and um, but they said when Isaiah Thomas took the physical that they, they're kind of nervous with the heel. They're nervous on heel, hip, excuse me, and they're they don't know if he's gonna be fully ready for the season. And you know, season opens with Cavs Celtics. Celtics. Yeah, ironic, right? Kyrie Irving, I think I think Danny Ainge is. I, I don't I don't understand. You know what I'm saying? I just don't get it sometimes. Now. Kyrie Irving obviously is a great player. Not gonna take that away from him, but you're trading Isaiah Thomas, you're trading Jay Crowder, and you traded a prospect, which is okay, that's fine. And you're getting Kyrie Irving and um And that Brooklyn draft pick next year. And that Brooklyn draft pick next year. They'll still be a lottery team next year. Yeah. That that's like the big that's like the big piece right there. That's the big piece that Cleveland wanted. Yeah. But now, even if... That's crazy. IT's physical ends up a failure, which it looks like it's probably going to be, they they might just say, who else wants Kyrie? Yeah. Start asking yeah, around. Because yeah. I know... I saw a rumor. I don't know if it's true or not. No, I don't think anything was confirmed. Mm. But where they... Uh, apparently, Cleveland said they would ask... Oh, for... On top, like, on top of the already... <laughs> Final trade in quotes, um, Jalen Brown or Jason Tatum, which which that I don't think Danny Ainge would. I don't think he'd pull the trigger on that. First pick of this year and his first pick of last year. I don't think Ainge is pulling the trigger on that. But um, they'd probably find another potential suitor for Kyrie. I don't know, man. I I think it's going to fall through. I think they're going to leave it at that. Isaiah Thomas will be ready. 
I feel like this is just media bull, probably. You know, that's what it is. Most all of the time. this has been media bull. This Mayweather McGregor is media bull, but we love it. Oh yeah, we eat this shit up. It. We eat it up. I love it. John Jones, I love watching him fight, but I mean, it's kind of hard when he gets suspended every couple months. You know, yeah. he fights, he fails a test, he gets suspended. He fights, he fails a test, he gets suspended. He fights, he fails a test, he gets suspended. You know what I'm saying? Like, dude. And supposedly these rumors are set up, blah, blah, blah. You know, he's going to deny it. But it's just look at your track record. Yeah. Look at your track record. And for this to happen now, I feel bad for Daniel Cormier because he fought Daniel Cormier on the rematch. And this was the, you know, the, the big deal fight, you know. And Daniel Cormier felt like he had a chance. Obviously, I don't think he did. He didn't. And John Jones handled business. But was he on steroids? You know what I'm saying? I think John Jones could beat him without steroids. But you just made it look like yeah, you just, needed steroids. It just or looks iffy. Like that. It looks questionable. And um, we also were going to get into some questions. I know I, I posted something. But, you know, I don't, I don't get love like that. No, nah, me neither. So I got a couple questions. But... We'll make do with what we got. We want to answer everybody's questions, or if you guys got topics you want to talk about or hear us talk about, just drop a comment, reply, DM, Twitter, do what you got to do, send a hating tweet, I don't care, just something, and um, <laughs> we're going to do it. So let's get into this Mayweather fight, man. It was a big night, Saturday night, much anticipated fight, fight oh, of yeah. the year, possibly, depending on what this Canelo Alvarez fight plans out to be, but... Um, as far as the spotlight, as far as the talk, as far as the money, as far as the entertainment level, this was the fight of the year. You oh, know yeah. what I'm saying? Manny Pacquiao fight, fight was the fight of the year. And it wasn't even technically the fight of the year because of how boring it was. But this actually, in my opinion, lived up to the hype. I was entertained. I knew the final outcome would be what it was. Thought it would have even been an earlier knockout. Yeah, but McGregor, hats off to him. He stood in there with a great... He you know, obviously Floyd isn't Floyd from 10 years ago, Floyd from five years ago, but Floyd still Floyd. And McGregor, you know, he made him look uncomfortable at times. And, yep. you know, but Floyd stuck to his game plan and wore him in, wore him in, and started, you know, going at him. He actually started going at him. He lowered his head, and he was going right at his chest <clears throat> and just hitting body shots. up. You know, he was giving them work. So McGregor, once he starts getting tired, as you've seen in the Nate Diaz fight, even both of them, he won one of them, but when he fought him the first time, he got tired, and Diaz took that advantage and just knocked him down and made him tap. And then in the next one, I believe, I don't know if he won in five rounds or I don't remember where it went, but I know McGregor was, they had some battle rounds where they were both, you know, getting beat. And uh, McGregor just finishes that round, and he comes back next round fresh so he can start painting you again. But, you know, this is a different sport. You can't, McGregor's an animal. And you know he was even trying. He was Bro, he, he was, was trying. trying like, yeah, he was he was wilding. He was doing some some head trying to like head bop bashing. Him, bop yeah, him in the back of the head and all this. Yeah, I mean, I it it was made very clear from the beginning. Floyd is obviously better at boxing mm -hmm. than Conor McGregor. Conor McGregor, obviously, if if Floyd stepped in the octagon, or I'm pretty sure I got that right, the <laughs> octagon, it it would have looked. Exactly how this did, like vice versa. Right, and but not not even it would be worse. But it's just like at that point, Floyd Mayweather didn't come out of retirement and challenge one of the best UFC fighters right now. It was a UFC fighter challenging a forty year old man in retirement to 
play the man's sport to get lost in it ultimately. Yeah. You know what I'm to lose at it. And it's just like, yeah, Floyd Mayweather, he's not a UFC fighter. Why would he go into Octagon? Yeah. Why would he? He had you know, no business. There's no sense. So yeah. that excuse or that little reason that people say is just like, all right, shut up. <laughs> but anyways, not too long ago, I actually made a post that we were going to be recording and we wanted to take questions or opinions or know what you guys want us to talk about or if there's anything in particular you want to hear. So um, we actually got three good questions that I feel that I wanted to go ahead and answer. Uh, the first being, how do you think the Cavs would do with the Kyrie Irving, Isaiah Thomas trade if it goes through? Um, what you think? Well, um, from watching Kyrie, watching IT, I think in a way, like to me, they're pretty like virtually close to being the same player because they're both, I find, I mean, one dimensional. I know Isaiah Thomas, he's not the biggest dude, yeah. so he might, uh, slack on defense in some right. areas, but. In Kyrie's case, I don't know what his deal is. He just can't play right. D. But I think Isaiah Thomas plays tough defense, but he just doesn't have, obviously, the physicalities yeah. that Kyrie Irving could have if he played as tough as Isaiah Thomas. Right. I but think Kyrie he, Irving just He does make slacks. up for that offensively, yeah. though, of course, which they both, their offensive games are beautiful. Yeah. And they're, they're both down, like, you know, uh, down the clutch. Yeah. You can count on both of them. Yeah. So that's why I think four, virtually, four like, if you take – their offensive skills into account, right. that clutchness. And, and I mean, then, the thing is that, in my opinion, I like it for I like it for both teams. You know, it's a fresh start for Kyrie Irving. Um, that he wanted. That he wanted. he wanted. And yeah. he's going to be alongside now Gordon Hayward, Jason Tatum, Jalen Brown. I give it up to him. You know what I'm saying? I, I, these players are players that I want. I'm excited to see this year. I'm not even a Boston fan, but it's... I think it, it's going to work out there to an extent. There's a ceiling, but I think it works out a little better for the Cavs because I think so too. Isaiah Thomas playing alongside LeBron James, I think that's actually one of the best things that can happen to him throughout his career. He's going to learn so much more from LeBron. LeBron's going to come off the bench, and Jay Crowder's going to come in. Jay Crowder starts for the Celtics. He started for the Celtics, and now you can have He'll a be bench that second unit with Derrick and, Rose. Yeah, They'll both be coming off the bench. I, I want to see what's going on with Derrick Rose. He looked good Ho- last year. Jose Calderon might have a better year than Derrick Rose. but And they got Jeff Green. I hope he can stay healthy. They do got Jeff Green. Shumpert, they, they, Shumpert requested a trade from the Cavs, actually. But it's I don't know how much you can get for Shumpert at this point. I, I don't know what, what his contract is. It's got to be like two. Like it's nothing ten, Like He's got like 10, 11 mil probably left on it. I saw, because um, I know Solomon Hill is going to be out for right. the year. And they, um, I guess I saw some some threads with Pelican fans uh, trying to see what their front office could do to try and <laughs> fill that. Because now sure. they lost their, their yeah, starting, starting three. Their starting three, yeah. yeah. And so, the three's big. That takes you to Miami and you see the little yeah. problem we have. But, but I saw the, uh, some mock trades where one of them had Chump coming to New Orleans in right. like a trade. I don't remember who else was involved, but... Then yeah. if they did that, the whole cap situation would get messed up, and they wouldn't be able to try and keep Boogie Cousins Boogie. next year. Yeah. So, so yeah, it's, and it's not worth it. He's not worth Boogie. No. So, and most importantly, the biggest piece of this entire trade, mm. the reason why everyone was so shocked that Danny Ainge would even 
make a trade like this <laughs> is that that um, lottery pick from Brooklyn, yeah. the 2018 pick. First round. And obviously, it's going to be lottery gonna top be a, three. Yeah, they're going to be a lottery team. It'll probably be top three, top four. And but for Cleveland to have that coming in, they could potentially draft LeBron's replacement, right? Or someone right. like you know, LeBron will keep that starting forward position in Cleveland and ready happy. for the next 15 years. Yeah. Because I mean, they're 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 doing it to where if LeBron stays, it's it'll be great. But if he leaves, it won't be. They've got a backup line. crazy. Yeah, they've it got was, the future were, of their franchise this, with that pick. I give Dan Gilbert that. He 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 made a move. You know what I'm saying? He made a move right there. But that's about it. <laughs> now, next question. This was actually a football question, and it says, "What are your early Super Bowl predictions?" No. Mm. Okay. That's a tough question. I gave it, I thought about it for about a minute or so. I didn't really give it much mind, but off my gut feeling, looking at the shape of the league right now, I'm going to go for the AFC Championship. I'm taking New England versus Oakland, and I think Oakland moves on. I think they had a great chance to do that last year. Unfortunately, Christmas Day, Derek Carr goes down and breaks his leg. Oakland loses their starting quarterback heading into their first playoff berth since 2002. Yeah. Somewhere early. Healthy team, great defense. Super, uh, now they have Marshawn Lynch added to that offense. It's going to open up Amari Cooper downfield, breakout third year. And I think the Raiders move past and go to the Super Bowl against the Seattle Seahawks. I think the Seahawks, oh. I think the Seahawks take the Packers in the NFC Championship because Aaron Rodgers is going to keep running that table. Unfortunately, I think that defense in Seattle, Earl Thomas coming back from his broken leg, they said he's looking scarier than he yeah. was last year. Yeah. And for that to even be, he was contemplating retiring. And Earl Thomas is definitely one of my favorite safeties in the league right now. Him and Cam Chancellor are actually probably my two favorite safeties in the league. And look at that. Hopefully Malik Hooker could become that. But right now it's Bam and, and Earl. And I think NFC Championship, if they have home... Field, I think that's a big, you know, that's a big difference in who wins that game in Seattle or in Lambeau. Mm-hmm. So I'll go Raiders, Seahawks, and I think the Raiders beat them by a touchdown. Yeah. That's today is the 28th <laughs> of August. Of August. Um, this is something for February. So in February, that's going to be episode like. 49, I don't know. So if if he's wrong, you guys, you know, you can listen back to this and you can clown him. You could. That was Julian's prediction. You can clown him if he's wrong. But um I I got mine here. I actually I I'll probably agree with you on the NFC. Um I think we might see a rematch of that 20 that heartbreaking heartbreaking that was, uh, gut-wrenching 2014. Yeah. You guys released that guy. Brandon Bostick yeah. jumps in front of Jordy Nelson, jumped in front of Jordy Nelson. And that ended Jordy Nelson's career. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, so I I don't even want it to. I, mean, I still remember that night. I get nightmares of that night watching that game. Um, but I definitely agree. I think we see a rematch of that 2014 uh, NFC Championship this year. And then in the AFC, I also I agree with you. Uh, Pats Raiders, if... The Raiders, you know, if Derek Carr can stay healthy, which I know it really wasn't his fault that yeah. he wasn't healthy, but it was if everybody stays healthy. Fault. It was the coach's fault. They were playing the Colts. The Colts were trying to fight their way into the playoffs with a miracle win and and a loss from Houston. 
and the Raiders are beating them in the fourth quarter, already playoff berth, and they let Derek Carr stay in the game. Yeah. Got to take him out at that point. Um, but, yeah, I think if they stay healthy, I've, I've got Oakland in there, and I would love to see them make the Super Bowl. But at the same time, I, I've been dying for years since I was a little kid. Mm. Bro, I need to see a Rodgers-Brady Super Bowl before yeah. one of them retires. Yeah. I, I, I'm, I'm dying to see it. That's real. Every time, we, every time Rodgers plays Brady, he beats him. Yeah, yeah. I, you saw it, uh, when was it, 20, was it the 2014 season? We played them, Jordy had that oh, nasty yeah. before halftime, yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, I think um, injuries are a big part in the Packers' success this year. I know we see it every year, I yep. see it every year. My heart gets broken because we lose like 10 to 15 players all good starters, everything. Um, but I think if we stay healthy, we're going to be uh, hoisting that Lombardi trophy for the 14th time. And they're going to do it in the Vikings' new stadium. Mm. Okay. Yeah. Last question we got was, who should fight Conor McGregor next? Excuse me. Who should Conor McGregor fight next? You might have to uh, answer this one. I don't really I don't know too much about... All that I could name like two or three guys. But that's about <laughs> it. Um, this is I mean, all you. My opinion: go back to UFC, do what you do best, and give the fans a Nate Diaz, Conor McGregor trilogy. He beat you once, you beat him once. Oh, best of three. <laughs> you gotta finish it. Yeah, you gotta finish it. You're not gonna go box. Come on, you're not nah. gonna get that much money out of us. Nah, he only got that much because it was Mayweather. Exactly. I mean, it's smart. More power to you. But do what you do best. Show the people, you know, why you make the money you make. And go get yourself another victory and walk on that high horse for a couple months. Well, his price went up. <laughs> He's about to get paid. Anybody, anybody who fights him, yeah. they're about to make some money. Staying on the topic of money, I know I did not just see Matthew Stafford sign a how, five-year... How much was that? Five-year, 135 mil. Mm. Five years. I'm getting in the microphone. Five years, 135 mil for Matthew, 5-46 and 46 against 500 teams, Stafford. Wow. Come on, dog. What, do you, what does that mean Kirk Cousins is going to get? <laughs> If they're giving Stafford 27 mil a year. That's a good question. But the thing is, I feel like the, the Lions, like, feel like they owe it to Stafford. But I don't see why they would. I mean, at this point in his career, five more years with him? At Come on. I if just, he doesn't win the division this year or next year, I mean, I don't know if he has incentives for those five years. I didn't see any details, but I just saw biggest contract. <laughs> you know what Ever. I'm saying? Ever. Yeah. But yeah, I don't I mean, I watch the kid twice a year. Mm-hmm. And bruh, I don't I don't know. He's not he's not a hundred he's not twenty seven mil a year. He's not he's not worth that. Rogers is worth that. <laughs> Brady. Yeah. Matt Ryan. Andrew Luck. I mean, even Andrew Luck is a questionable statement because with the injuries, but I mean, it's the, it's it's all it's 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 the quarterback, yes, but it's also the team giving him 
Yeah. That. You know what I'm saying? It's front you give me If I'm playing like Matthew Stafford and you offer me 27 mil a year over five, Matthew, hell yeah, I'm taking but it. Matthew Stafford has protection. You give Andrew Luck the biggest contract of his career, no protection, but you want performance. You got to go out and get, you know what I'm saying? That's why I'm glad that we fired uh, Ryan Grigson. He, he, you gave, know, he got he luck. He got T.Y. Deal? Hilton. Yeah, he did. Mm-hmm. Um, and we got Chris Ballard. He brought in. He dra- we drafted Zach Banner from USC. Um, you know, he's not the most promising offensive lineman, but mm-hmm. it shows that we, you know, we see where the, the leaks are. Yeah. And he's trying to fill gaps. He, we signed another offensive lineman. Obviously, Ryan Kelly went down. As I mentioned in last week's episode, we got into that. So, I mean, these owners and these general managers giving out these contracts to who they believe is worth that contract, obviously. But who knows, man? We'll we'll see what kind of year the Lions have. They have a tough schedule. I also did mention that in last week's episode, too. And it's just going to have to go from there. Tough division. Vikings, Packers, Bears got better. Matthew Stafford got richer. Yeah, realistically, every team in the NFC North got better, mm-hmm. and the Bears. I don't think I don't think the Bears are going to be as bad as people thought. I'm going to play with the Bears and Madden and let everybody know how the Bears do. Okay, I'm going hard Madden Madden 18. I'm going hard hey. with the Indianapolis Colts franchise. I'm trying to make them, you know, make the playoffs. Okay, get a playoff win. It's going to be tough. I'm going to obviously try. To, I'm going to win the Super Bowl. Right. It's going to be tough. Right, but the game slider is up. Yeah. You know. Nah, nah, <laughs> nah. I might put them. More down, so it could be harder. But look at this highest. I'm looking at this right now. It says the highest average annual cash value for current contracts right now is Andrew Luck, third, twenty-four and a half million. Derek Carr, second. Yeah, call it twenty-five. Twenty-five, yeah. call it. <laughs> and Stafford, according to ESPN's Michael Rothstein, is at twenty-seven annual cash value with. Drew Brees coming in at twenty four and a quarter, and Kirk Cousins coming Just about in 24. at twenty four. Yeah, that's crazy. Is that his? Fr- is that that's the franchise? His franchise yeah. Tag, yeah. Okay. So they're gonna either see. Uh, they're gonna give him thirty mil a year. I think he's gonna have a good year, so I think he's gonna want to resign. I, they have an exciting receiving core. They got Terrell Pryor Terrell now. Pryor, yes. So he's a sleeper in fantasy. Make Pierre sure you grab Garcon, him. If I'm not mistaken, so it's yeah, gonna be fun. Garcon coming back. It's gonna be fun this year. Ooh, this year is gonna be great. I'm so excited for my fantasy drafts. I don't even... I'm not even in the league yet, man. I don't know what's going on. But I better start because I think it's two weeks football starts and a week and a half. Not this Sunday, but next Sunday, I'm pretty sure. Is it Thursday night football starting or no? Or is it going to be... No, it's going to be Sunday. Sunday. I'm actually not sure. I think it's going to be the Sunday games, but... Did you see um, Russell Wilson dressed like a... Yeah, like bro, I saw some funny ass. Narc. He said, "Yo, can I buy a weed?" <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Yo, <laughs> all right, that was funny. Um, speaking of jokes, how about those Cleveland Browns? Mm. I saw um, Deshaun Kaiser. We, I think we spoke about him briefly in the first episode. We were talking yeah, about stats. which um, which rookie quarterbacks look better than their starting uh, counterparts. Right. And uh, I think Deshaun Kaiser is obviously one of those who, me personally, I think should be starting week one over uh, Brock Osweiler. It just, it just bothers me. Why did they trade two draft picks away to get Brock Osweiler? 
I don't know, bro. I feel like the last two years, the Browns have had like 15 picks in each draft. The Browns, like they've been so good in the draft. They traded two picks, and they get a, star, a, a possible starting quarterback in the National Football League. He's not a proven every Sunday, but he's a proven starter. Yeah. Now, they draft a rookie with another one of those picks. So now you have two picks gone and one pick trying to lead the franchise in the direction that you just traded two of those picks away for, if yeah. that makes sense. And so no now, now you have, you just built a quarterback competition in your practice field to where now Brock Osweiler doesn't get the job. And do you look to trade him? Do you just want to keep him as your backup? And you think, you know, your two draft picks are worth a backup quarterback? You know what I'm saying? They, this team still needs... They can use another wide receiver. They can use a tight end. Um, they can use... Anybody on defense, yeah. really. <laughs> yeah. So it's the Browns now. Um, I, I don't get it. Because it, me, it's like... Deshaun Kaiser, you start him. Congrats to him. I think he has all the potential in the world to start. And, I mean, it's the Browns. So you can't really go... I don't back. think they really you have anybody better. Any further back. So you give this guy a lot of pressure. See how he deals with it. And... Um, the thing is, Brock Osweiler, if you're going to try to trade him, why didn't you uh, try to trade him or move him and see what you can get for him before announcing that he's not even going to be your starter? Because now if you want to trade him, I was talking to you earlier, it's like you, you propose a trade like here's Brock Osweiler, our backup quarterback who we don't think can start on this team over the rookie we just selected. Yeah, it's not a good look. Doesn't sound, it doesn't make sense. They, yeah, they're not getting any uh, good offers when, when they're putting out the info like that. Whatever. Now, um, I know some some big injuries in the NFL has been happening, and a lot this week. We had Julian Edelman go down, tear his ACL out for the season. We have Spencer Ware um, tore his. I think he tore his ACL as well. He tore something. I know Meredith from the Bears. He was a. Uh, that was a knee injury. He's probably out for the year. Tyrod Taylor just got a concussion. He's going through the protocol. Hopefully, he'll be ready for Week One. Odell Beckham still. You know, he's still... That ankle, right? Yeah, not, ankle. not playing. Not I don't know if he's practicing, but I know he's not playing. He'll probably be ready for a week. One, because I'm sure it's just some precautionary shit. They don't want to risk it. Or yeah. Just let him rest a little. Nothing major. Yeah. It's Odell. He's all right. <laughs> they know he's good. There's don't, you yeah. don't even waste your time playing in week four. You see players like Edelman going down, and then, of course... 2015 we saw Jordy go down it's like almost the same thing really like your quarterback's favorite target going down out the whole year I mean they got Brandon Cooks so it's kind of kind of makes up for it but at the same time they could have had both Edelman and Cooks on the field at the same time and it would have been big so I mean also in New York the Jets quarterback Bryce Petty got hurt he sprained his MCL and his left knee he um he's gonna battle to start with Christian Hackenberg, and they also have Josh McCown. I mean, <laughs> I forgot Josh McCown was even in the league anymore. It's a funny, it's a funny game in, in you know the Meadowlands or whatever they call it over there. MetLife. The Jets of all teams, they don't. I, I feel bad for them at this point. They don't need to be dealing with this shit. I want to see you know Jamal Adams. He's gonna have a great year. I think a good rookie campaign, play that safety position right, but I, he can only do so much to help. If they have no offensive, they, they don't have, even have defense. They don't have any. Yeah, they don't have Sheldon Richardson. Sheldon Richardson's a Pro Bowl lineman, and it it he it doesn't even look like he plays for the Jets. But out, they were saying 
do you trade your Pro Bowl lineman Sheldon Richardson for potentially your next starting quarterback? And it's just like, who Brock? Why not <laughs> trading for Brock? <laughs> I don't know. Sheldon Richardson. I mean, you can get something good, but I mean, who's the starting quarterback that you can get for him? That's a good question. That might be a question for next week. Hey, just sign Kaepernick. That'll Kaepernick. that'll solve all. Jacksonville, sign Kaepernick. Get rid of Bortles. He's trash. They were saying if Bortles would have got cut and or not named starting quarterback, could have been his last season of his career. You know, like I don't know who gives Bortles a chance. I mean, really. I I think Bortles gets a higher chance than Kaepernick does. So, cause he's white. <clears throat> <clears throat> Excuse me. <laughs> sorry, sorry about that. That was disturbing. He's fucking trash. And you know what else is trash? How about losing your potential no hitter? On the last, your last throw of the night. You're about to go in the locker room, hang it up. You're about to be the the talk of the sports world in the morning when you wake up. And you lose your no-hitter to a walk-off home run. The only point scored the entire game, your last throw. Shout out to LeJethro Jenkins and Dragonfly Jones because they say it all the time. Trying is trash. (laughs) Just stop trying. And that won't happen. You won't lose your no-hitter. To a walk-off home run. I mean, you just got to give it to the Pirates one for staying in it. They didn't, you know, let themselves be doubted throughout the whole perfect game and no hitter. You know what I'm saying? They stayed. They obviously won the game. They stayed long enough. The Dodgers, um, you got to come better than that. You're the best team in the league. Your pitcher's throwing a no hitter. You can't give them a one-run support. How much can you ask for from your Rich Hill? Rich Hill. We're not talking about Clayton Kershaw. How much more could you ask for him to throw 10 no-hit innings? Josh Harrison smacks one. That's it? That's it? it. It's just that's That's how how trash it is. It sucks. I mean, this this is like compared to the Miguel Cabrera. I remember years back, Miguel Cabrera. uh, Not Miguel Cabrera. I'm sorry. It was the Detroit Tigers who were playing, and their pitcher was throwing a no-hitter. It was some Spanish guy. I forgot his name. And Matt Joyce, the umpire at first base, basically called. It was the last ground ball of the game, and it would have put away the game. Perfect game. And Matt Joyce, umpire, calls safe. And they looked at the cameras after the game, and he was out. And they literally messed up the perfect game on a bad call. That's some bullshit. I don't know how he made it out the stadium that day. Trying is trash. Unless you're Giancarlo Stanton. He doesn't try. No. They throw. He, they he just, just throw, he just lets it fly. They bro. just throw the ball in his face. Like I don't watch baseball. You do. I don't. But obviously, I know the name Giancarlo. Mm-hmm. I watch him occasionally, especially being here down in South Florida. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But so, I didn't even. I didn't know. Like, like I saw. I saw he's hitting. Dude, fifty fi- home runs. Fifty home runs. He should have been doing this, but he doesn't stay healthy. So but now he's healthy. He's healthy. Yeah. 50 home runs. Nobody's hit this much in the National League since 2007. This is Barry Bonds' numbers. Yeah, I've seen like only six. Only six players have hit home runs. Out if there was if there was an outdoor stadium, cars would be getting hit in the parking lot. Like mm-hmm. moonshots. Yeah, I saw. I think um, he might be like the sixth. I think it was the sixth player ever yeah. to have this many home runs through August. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Like, exactly, through August. We're not even in September, technically, and... How many games are left? Enough. 
enough to get. Well, do you know the record? Up top of your head? Runs. No, I, uh, no, it's I probably don't know Bond's record. record, though, right? Oh, 72. No, he's not going to nah, get the record. He probably won't. He no, probably won't, won't get the record. That, but, but how many games are left? Um, but I think I, I'm pretty sure I saw him in like the MVP talks. The Marlins are 66 and 64. How so, many games are there? 162, right? Yeah. Oh, I knew that. They got about 30 games left, 32 games left. So in 32 games... You know it could happen. You know it could happen. Yeah, it's definitely... I can't even doubt it at this point. 32 games, give them... Because he was having those streaks where he was hitting 10 one a game. 10 home runs. I'll give him 10 home runs. Yeah, he was having multi, multi-hit games. He could probably clear 60. Yeah, he could. No, he definitely could. Let's see. Hopefully he does. Yeah, don't want to jinx it. Sorry, yeah, John Carlos. Yeah, right. We're talking about it too much. <laughs> but, um... How, how does it work with, like, the MVP race in baseball? Is there one for the AL, one yeah. for the NL? Yeah. So, Do you think he has a chance? I mean, he most definitely has a chance, especially the way he's hitting these home runs. His problem, in my opinion, is that he plays for the Miami Marlins. and I know they're not a playoff team. <laughs> There's your answer, yeah. exactly. So looking at other National League candidates, you have Paul Goldschmidt, Nolan Arenado. Paul Goldschmidt's hitting... 315 on base percentage, 42. And he has 30 home runs. So it's not, you know, it's not what you do. It's where you're doing it and how deep you're doing it into the season. The Diamondbacks have a wild card potential. You know what I'm saying? Dodgers are obviously winning that division, but they're winning by like 17 games or something. And then Nolan Arenado. uh, Arenado's making plays. Every day for the Rockies, he's diving and throwing off of his knees backwards to first base. It's crazy. So those are my three in the NL. Um, but, yeah, I definitely do think Stanton has a chance to win that NL. In other news, I wanted to get into um, some 2K talk. Okay. Did you see how they added, like, 17 new old teams? Yeah. They had some good ones in there. I saw the I saw the 0708 Nuggets. Yeah, bro. J.R. Smith and Melo. That was the, a good uh, one. The 0708 Hornets also. Chris Paul, that, David that. West, Pedro Stojakovic. Tyson Chandler. Tyson yeah. Chandler. I remember, the, I remember when that. I bought 2K8. That was Chris Paul was on the cover of that. For real? Yeah, 360. I bought the that. The only thing I it's funny about the Nuggets. I know they played in the in the playoffs that year. Mm-hmm. The, like the worst beatdown we've ever seen in NBA playoff history, where the the Nuggets beat them by like sixty something, bro. That's the only thing I remember like from Cavs, the, the 2007 08 season. I know you know D Wade went down, and um, I didn't. Give they a had fuck, the uh, they had the 2001 Kings, Mike Bibby, Chris Webber, Peja again. Oh, the team that got robbed. Yeah, in, in uh, Game Six and Game Seven against yeah, the Lakers. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, that was some bullshit. And we all know it. We still know it. We still talk about it to this day. Fuck those refs. They even ad- I'm pretty sure that they even admitted it. Like at like years later, like, yeah. We were bet we were betting and gambling all these fucking games. <laughs> That's what Tim Tim Donahue went to jail for. Yeah. Bet they're gonna have those, they they're gonna have those Warriors from O seven when they played the when Jazz. they beat the ones that beat Utah, yeah. Baron Davis. Matt Barnes, Stephen Jackson. That Tomahawk uh, on uh, Andre Kurlianko. I'll never, I used I'll to have that, that as my background. They're going to have the 98-99 Knicks with, who was that, Ewing? That was Spreewell, was it? Yeah. I think Spreewell was on that squad. Allen Houston. Allen Houston was on that squad. Money. 
Okay. Yeah, they got Money. the 2011 Mavericks. Come on, dog. The champions. They they beat us that year. Damn. They got the um, the Thunder, 2011-2012 uh, yeah, Thunder. That's going to be fun. And the 2012 um, Knicks. I know they got the Knicks with J.R. Smith, Shumpert, and Mello. Oh. Yeah, that was the squad. Hey, and I know squad. you're about to, when you played 2K18, that's all you. <laughs> the, the good old days for the Knicks. What? They got the, um, what other team was I thinking about that they had that I liked? I liked that they added the 2012, or excuse me, 2011 Bulls. So now you could play the 2012-13 Heat with the Bulls. Yeah. You get that series back. The Bulls can Have still catch that L. Yeah. It's like in real life. <laughs> Bring it back. And um, I know you were telling me earlier you wanted to, you noticed some players that they didn't meant, uh, they didn't add to the all-time teams because they have all-time teams now. You know where? Yeah, like each team has it. Every um, team has its all-time team of all their best players in team history yeah. on the one roster. But yeah. they left some people out, which we thought were significant. Yeah, like I, I don't know if I know. Um, like a player like Charles, like Charles Barkley, he's not in the two K games. Right. I know. I guess he just flat out like I, I, something like he was asking for a lot of money or mm. something. It's got to be something. But um, yeah, like players like. Reggie Miller, for example, he's not on the Pacers all-time team. He's not in the game. They didn't put the Pacers team from the 90s with Reggie Miller on, you know. No. So. Uh, Danny Granger also. You know, we're in Miami. We don't really like the Pacers that much. <laughs> but uh, in those, uh, the 2010s, when we met, it felt like we met them in the playoffs every year. We know how significant Danny Granger was to the Pacers. And it's weird that they would leave him off the all-time team because he was a big part of that team for years and years. Um Rasheed Wallace, Sheed's not in the game yeah. on the Detroit Pistons and Portland. He's not there. And speaking of Portland, no Brandon Roy. <laughs> too short, too short. His career was short, but I mean, he put the numbers up while they were there. Yeah. Um, one of those legends, Moses Malone. He's not in the game. Uh, for Houston, Ronnie, played Ronnie for? He played 2K. for Philly too, right? Ronnie Two K. What happened? Yeah, Ronnie. No, Come on, dog. Man. What about Gilbert Arenas? And Karan Butler. That was the another Wizards. name. Karan Butler, yeah. Neither the of them. Wizards. That was the squad. And then, um, you know, shout out to my, my little brother, Jake, because uh, he got me on the jazz. <laughs> and I know uh, I noticed they put Al Jefferson on the all-time team mm-hmm. over Carlos Boozer, which I thought was weird. Jefferson. I thought, I thought that was weird because Booz, Booz was great Him and Darren in Utah. Williams. Darren yeah. Williams is on the team, I believe. I think he, he is. He should be. I think he is. If they got it right. I wonder if Memeto Core is on that team. He is. Yeah? Yeah, that's my dog. My dog, Mehmet. (laughs) (laughs) Mehmet. One-time All-Star. One-time All-Star. But they had a squad back then. AK-47 is on that squad, too. But, you know, college football is about to start. I wish they had NCAA football for PlayStation. They got to bring that back. They got to bring that back. They got to figure it out. Pay the kids or do something, man. I remember playing NCAA 06. With Desmond Howard on the cover, man. D'Angelo Williams was back in Memphis. They had Reggie Bush on USC, Vince Young at Texas. See, that was the last NCAA game I had. For Reggie. That was my uh, favorite game. That was the last one I had. What? Matt Leiner. No names on, on the, nope, the number. Little, I, just a little. Running no back avatars. number five. Yeah. Running back number five. I used to play that, like, story mode. Not story mode, but, like, career mode. Mm. Try to be a Heisman winner. My favorite... Honestly, my favorite thing about those games was when you could play as the mascots. Yeah, you know, yeah, shit, I remember bro, that. They that had shit was the Capital, hilarious. Capital Wumble, 
mascot challenge. Yeah, bro. I used to I used to be um the orange the, the from Syracuse. The Syracuse yeah. orange. <laughs> I used to like the um the hurricanes because I was more into college Sebastian. sports back then. Yeah, I haven't really been. Yeah, college football is coming up. We got Florida State, Alabama next Saturday. Not even next Saturday, man. This Saturday. Yeah, I'm definitely gonna tune into that, even though it's uh fuck the Seminoles. Um, but I'm gonna be watching that uh Gators Wolverines matchup on Saturday too, AT and T Stadium. It's gonna be a big game. That's early game too, so we got a good game at three thirty, and we got a good game at eight o'clock. Yeah, and they so. got the uh the color rush jerseys. I saw they they were trying to replicate uh, how the NFL does it. Oh, those all blue. Yeah, the Gators Florida got Gators all jersey. blue. Uh, the Wolverines got the all. Maze, whatever color they <laughs> use, that mustard color. That's nice. They though. look dope. Jordan. Yeah, yeah. Jordan. the Jordan uniforms. That's yeah. just fresh. That's so, just fresh. Yeah, man. So a lot went on this week in football. A lot went on this week in boxing. A lot went on this week in baseball, basketball, video sports games. in general, video games. Yeah, for <laughs> real. PlayStation. Um, shout out to Javante uh, Davis. Got his win. I didn't mention him, but I show love there. That's a uh, money team right there. So, yeah, with that being said, man, once again, thanks for listening. We've had a fun time recording this week's episode. Obviously devastated, um, you know, hearing the news about Houston. Houston. Um, I mean, no, I don't got a lot of words, but, you know, pray for them. Uh, I'm going to send a donation. I'm going to try to do as much as possible that yeah. I, you know. We can um, we can post some links in the, in the description underneath about uh, some different relief funds or charities, anything that... Uh, you as our listeners and us um, that we can try and do to help um, shout out to the cons uh, my family over there in Houston mm-hmm. Hannah Omar everybody I hope you guys are safe yep. I know you told me uh, there was no flooding in your area but I think I saw you guys might have lost power today um, just stay safe you just know let us know if you man. need anything everybody man I mean what can you do just pray for the best but before we go, I wanted to um, lastly get into our hot takes for this week. You know, we promise those every week. So uh, real quick, my hot take for this week is going to be that Florida State upsets the number one seed, Alabama. I think Derwin James comes in, has a great game on defense. Uh, Francois holds it down on offense. And, I mean, I hate to say it, but it that shit is a hot take. So I take a one-possession win, Florida State over Alabama. Danny, what you got? I'm going to go. I know yours is on college football. I'm going to take it over to the hardwood in the mm-hmm. NBA. I'm going to go ahead and say I don't think this Kyrie, Isaiah Thomas trade is going to fall through. Mm. I think um, Cleveland might ask for an additional asset that Danny Ainge won't want to give up. I hear you. And I think Cleveland might find another uh, potential suitor. And I think it would be cool. Maybe uh, ship Kyrie down to Phoenix. Mm. Grab um, maybe like Tyson Chandler and Eric Bledsoe with a pick or something like that. I'd yeah. like to see that. Just a team that isn't in contention. I would like to see Kyrie maybe go, bro, him with Devin Booker and everybody, all those young ass kids over there balling. Okay. I think Kyrie, I think that would be cool to see him in Phoenix. Yeah. And uh, with that said, I'm, I just want to go ahead and say everybody who's starting school this week or last week uh good luck to you get a head start don't fall behind if you're working pick up some extra shifts make some extra money (laughs) if you're in houston stay safe um go out uh, you know help each other i see people out there on their uh taking their boats out 
go and say, I'm going to save some lives today. Um, that's very noble of you. Everybody stay strong out there. Um, we'll be back next week. You can hit us on Twitter, hit us on Instagram. We'll post the links um, in the description. We also have them in our bio on SoundCloud. Uh, we're also on iTunes now, which is big. Mama, I'm on iTunes. Uh, Julian's on iTunes. Is lit. We're having so much fun doing this. And uh, thank you for listening. And we'll check back in with you next week. I just ride I just ride in love, nigga, and took that nigga, bitch. I just ride in love, nigga, and took that nigga, bitch. I just ride in love, nigga, and took that nigga, bitch. I just ride in love, nigga, and took that nigga, bitch. I just ride in love, nigga, and took that nigga, bitch. I just ride in love, nigga, and took that nigga, bitch. Touch the border, bitch. I walk, walk on top of border, slum. We can touch the border, bitch. I walk. Codeine, a Kool-Aid picture Put diamonds on my sister Put Prada on my mama Eating Benny Hannes Float up off the lobster Pasta like a monster Grass got me proper On a traffic island TMZ washing I'm a money man, I gotta run in the way Come up off that pussy, make some money today Fatty Pro Veloce fell in love with the guac Leave your man at home and I'ma make you a star Take you round the world, you can't pronounce who we are. I just robbed a little nigga, and I'm taking his broad. I just robbed a little nigga, and took that nigga bitch. I just robbed a little nigga, and took that nigga bitch. I just robbed a little nigga, and took that nigga bitch. I just robbed a little nigga, and took that nigga bitch. Touch the border, bitch. I walk, walk on top of border. Slime, we can touch the border, bitch. I walk. Walk on top of water We can touch the border Bitch, I walk Walk on top of water Slime We can touch the border Bitch, I walk Walk on top of water Bitch, I Yeah Bitch, I Hey, bit bang Nasty in this hoe, man I might fuck around and fuck a little niggas hoe, man You know how the game go You know that shit for show, man Fuck your bitch one night She blow the next day just like Propane. Spend a little shopping money on a little Dolce Prada in that Gucci plus Chanel, she love the clothes gang Told her if she fuck me right, she could get what she want And it ain't nothing to me, I just call up my accountant Gwah. You see me on water, uh-huh. walking on it like Jesus uh-huh. Modular on my collar, uh-huh. remember they used to tease us uh-huh. I need up on my daughter, uh-huh. yeah, I yeah, really need her uh-huh. Hot frozen water, uh-huh. I brought that new freezer Jump with the Mac in the back of the Jeep Sweep them niggas clean Oof. Uh, Hit it with a magazine Make your sneakers link Cadillac diamond in the back of the old school When I'm with my team Don't wanna fuck with the team Don't do that, know what I mean She wanna fuck with a king Diamond go blink Hoop hoop doing this thing She wanna rock with the team By any means Taking the bitch of your dreams Now that bitch my little queen Got her from Queens Might come and ride with a G Gucci and Prada her feet Design her sheet They dollar sign I just ride a naked And took that nigga I just ride a little nigga into that nigga bitch. I just ride a little nigga into that nigga bitch. I just ride a little nigga into that nigga bitch. Touch the border, bitch. I walk, walk on top of border. Slime, we can touch the border, bitch. I walk, walk on top of border.
off on top of water. We can touch the borders. Bitch, I walk, walk on top of water. Slime, we can touch the borders. Bitch, I walk.